I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Despite only spending about 90 days together before our wedding, we've now been married over 25 years. And we were only together for about two weeks before getting engaged. That might qualify us as 90 Day Fiancé OGs. Probably not, but that coupled with being super fans of the shows does qualify us to sit down each week and talk about the episodes, cast members, and the general chaos that surrounds their families. Just like ours. 90 Day Fiancé, The Other Way, (laughs) Season 2, Episode 21, or 31, or something, or 51. This is a record-setting episode length. It just never ends. So we now think there's one more. Episode 22 is the last one. Yes. Well, this is season two, episode 21. The Cost of Love is what this one's called. I guess our rundown would be that I could listen to Brittany and Yazan's translator. He, I could listen to him read the phone book. He has a cool voice. And I'd be entertained. It's just that he has the best voice ever. I think he'll get voiceover work yeah, just because he'll, of he'll this. He'll have to get hired for documentaries. Yeah, or something. it's just good. I don't know what he'd do. He can't do true crime stuff. You know, his voice isn't deep enough, but it's pretty interesting. I like his accent. Yeah, it was great. It was a surprise coming out of his mouth. It's like seeing an ugly lady and then a beautiful voice come out. That's what this was. Not saying that he was ugly. <laughs> but Yes, you are. Yeah, he was quite a an oddly built dude. <laughs> In this episode, we find that Melisa has a heart and that, indeed, her body can produce tears. It is amazing. I was shocked. Dumbfounded. It might be the most shocking moment that I've seen. Like, I expected her to just, "Eh, whatever. And here she pops out. Stone face. It's like a fire hydrant. A waterfall coming out of her ears. Actual, like, shaking size. But her eyes. Small ones, but still. Yeah, they weren't big tears. You could tell that she was working hard to contain them. Like, I think she considers it a problem to cry. Right. And she works very hard not to. I'm convinced. Also, Ari's mom turned into every other mother right in front of her eyes. Completely. (laughs) Aren't you coming with me? Wouldn't it be better if you came with me? I don't think this is a good place for you. (laughs) Maybe you should come. Are you sure you don't want to come? You could come. The offer stands. Yeah, she became the typical... 90-day fiancé mom. Right. Completely. But we saw this happening. We saw her turning. We also learned that do not tell Summit's brother anything. Wow. Or he'll run off and tell mommy. (sighs) That was quick. Despite being on board, supposedly. Yeah, I'm on board. Um, I'm also on board on telling on you. Yeah. So hurry up up and call before I get home. Yazan's brother is not like this, thank goodness. Yeah. Completely the opposite. Otherwise, Yasmin would be be dead. dead. (laughs) Oh, we said that together. (laughs) And finally, the only resting face that would scare me more than Devin's are the two squid dudes walking in with your home. Wow. I couldn't believe that was an actual dried squid on their face. It looks like a squid. And that's because it was. So I thought. And he ate it. I I thought it was just like a a toy mask, like a a Dollar Tree. Like a dress up. Dollar General. mask or something. That would be the scariest and ugliest. Wait. If it was a pretend squid, it would be very scary and very ugly. Because it would be like made of plastic. Right. 
It, but squishy. It is actually squid, dried squid. And as much as she complained about what it smelled like, yeah, think about those guys. Uh, I sucking re- on it like beef jerky. I re- watch. Yeah, it was on his faces, and he was sucking on it. Gross. My question it's is. It's anti-pandemic. Where, it's called a COVID squid mask. My question is, where exactly do you buy said dried real know. squid mask? Do you buy it at the fish market? Well, you have to. It's where or squid. do you buy it in the party store? I don't know. Maybe both. Maybe it's the same place. Evidently, <laughs> I think it is. The squid party store. It's just horrible. That was gross. I noticed that the panic when they announced that mom was coming over. Yeah. And it had to clean up. Quick, clean up. Every time I go in the bedroom and I take a nap and you're out here doing everything else, I notice it's dirty. <laughs> Only when she's in. She's taking a nap. Sleeping. Messy people is what they are. Yeah. So that's when they broke away to Jahoon, and he said that mom makes him nervous, and she's not very nice. <laughs> he didn't want her coming. So they come in, they come up, and they tour it, the house, and you could see mom when she walked into the place. It was the way he said it. Mom, mom is scary. Alicia's scary. I think he's joking. <laughs> no. I mean, that's a bit. He looked serious. I do, but I think it's a bit of a bit. He understands the show. And so I think he's playing up for that. He knows, like, the the cut off my penis and what was the thing about his... Uh, I the, honestly think he's afraid of Alicia. Wasn't there something about his butt? She's a scary woman. Yeah, she is. When she walks in the house, you could see when she came in, she was giving it a once-over. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is all right. A mental inventory. So if somebody's coming to your house and you know they're going to be touring it, What's the, I guess, what's the ease? There's two places, or three places, I think, are the best places to clean. One is the kitchen. Two would be a bathroom. Mm -hmm. Third would be make your bed. Right. They did not make their bed. They did not. It was just a pile of stuff in there. Do I even get up and go to the bathroom in the morning, knowing my bladder's bursting before I make the bed? I think it's like afternoon. I do not. It's afternoon when you get up, not morning. Oh, stop. (laughs) Never in my life. Wrong person in this house. I would know. I'm not around. I'm never around when you get up. Yeah. I get up and I make the bed before I even go to the bathroom. Do you ever get out of bed? Do you ever make the bed? And I... No, you do not. Because I can't ever find you not in it. Whatever. Do you ever get up and find me still in the bed? Does that ever happen? No. No, it does not. No matter when, no matter what. As much as you complain well, we're in a about completely sleep. wrong podcast is what this is. As much as you we're complain doing the wrong about one. sleep, you never stay in the bed. I can. You got to get up and look. All important things happen early. Things don't happen at two o'clock in the afternoon from two to ten, right? Get up early. So this whole thing back to uh, away from our life and more to ninety day fiance, Jahoon has some ceremony he's got to do. Evidently, he's buying Devin for a box. And so she has to hide. He comes up with the squid masks. He breaks a gourd, and those dudes come in, and he's got to find her. It's a bunch of, I don't know, it's a bunch of, I can't even imagine it's a real ceremony. I wish I had time to research it, because maybe I would have. It seemed like it was. It seemed pretty stupid. But yeah. You're searching for somebody in an apartment. But what we do know is people are smiling. People are happy. They also have warehouse weddings, so 
Nothing surprised. Well, I'm sure they do that in other places. But everybody seems happy at this point. Next. Which is kind of cool. <laughs> yes. Next. Speaking of happy, Melissa. Very happy. <laughs> Tim dropped a bomb on her. Said he's moving. Bought his ticket. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, it's not really a surprise because he brought it up during their therapy session already, so she shouldn't really be surprised. What about buying the ticket? She didn't take him seriously. What about that he went ahead and purchased the ticket and sprung it on her? I think he's afraid of her, and he thought it would be easier if he just went ahead and did it and could say, I already got a ticket, than to have to fight about it because he knew they would. Is is Melissa more, uh, are you, would be afraid of her more than... Alicia? Yes. So, right now, if you look at all the women so far, we'll kind of go through. Is anybody, are you afraid of anybody more than Melissa? Probably not. Probably or not. Melissa's mom. Yeah, I think I know where Melissa gets it. Yeah. I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. But would you have, what would you have thought if somebody had gotten a ticket and not talked to you, said, hey, I'm leaving? Wouldn't that have? Well, I mean, it's not like he got it and waited two weeks. Like, he got it and then told her right away. My issue is that you think at some point they would have had a conversation about their finances. Here's well, the plan. Well, I mean, he told her in the therapy session, but she didn't even want to consider what he was saying. So I get where he's coming from. Well, if Melissa's job is at a point where Tim doesn't have to work right now, then that would be fine. Yeah, but that's not the case. They never went, got into that. Well, because she never, I mean, she, it's obvious because she never offered. She never said, I can cover you. Right. Don't worry about that. Because so I got it. you're guessing that they'd still be keeping separate finances, the two of them. Yes. They would be that kind of couple. Yes. You, you pay your half of the rent. I'll pay my half of the rent. Well, at this point. You get the electric. I get the water. They're still testing the water. I mean, she acted oh, when no. he left like they're so committed. Forever. But she doesn't act committed. They're always that couple. You know what I mean? She's not chipping into the... Family yeah, fun. Maybe not. Yeah, she doesn't seem like the type. Well, if nothing else, she would have a way out. Right. <laughs> Already set up. But, Tim but then, was, don't we all? Right. <laughs> Tim, was, Tim was pretty adamant about he wants to live there and he wants to come back. He was crying a lot about it being the last time, maybe, that they would see each other. Yeah, that was kind of emotional. So I guess we don't see much of them in the next episode. That or, probably is Or it. not at all. Or maybe not at all. Well, they should, they at least qualify. They're the one couple that qualifies for the tell-all at this point. Right. So they're in. There's no lawsuits pending there. Yeah, I don't think so. That we're aware of. Yeah. Unless Tim cheated again. Yeah. So that scene at the airport was pretty tough. Did that tug on your heartstrings at all? It remind you um, when I left? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Then. Yeah. Made you all soft, feel like all gushy inside well it's hard to feel soft when it's the two of them because she's so cold and it did take her a long time to get those tears out <laughs> so you know i mean <laughs> i was she really had to squeeze them out so i didn't see tears no tears and then there they were it and really it really wasn't until he left it, it she, like she didn't want to show him that it upset her i think oh, is what think? it was i think that she didn't she had, let it out until he left she had some tears while he was there barely his big dopey fingers were wiping him away. I doubt he probably even missed be rubbing his fingers in her eyeballs. <laughs> Can't hit it. At least it wasn't Jahoon after he touched the squid. dried squid. Yeah, my eyes would swell up. He put squid juice in my eyes. Didn't he try to kiss her Call after him. he yeah, ate he that? Did, and she, she said, you need to brush your teeth or something? No, no, she pinched her nose. Yeah. So. Hmm. Nasty. 
Ari pinched her nose during the baptism because I guess she couldn't uh, she couldn't stomach it. It wasn't so bad. She did a good job. I think it was very commendable that during all that that she I think she was well behaved. They took the baby, baptized it. It was crying. I think Binyam thought that she was going to jump in and take the baby and run, but but she made it through it. Yeah, I was I was quite impressed. I think that she plays up to the camera in the interviews Ooh. about her descent of everything. Because when they're showing her participating in these events that are so tragic to her later, and I was forced I would, and I was pressured, it sure doesn't look like it when she's in the middle of it. All these family parties and well, gatherings. She's all smiling and part of the group and one of them. And You look so. at that celebration, and that was really... look. A genuine family celebration. Yes, Everybody, it was. I don't know. It would be very difficult, no matter what the situation was, to be around all of those people celebrating, dancing, having such a good time, and not have a good time along with them. Especially if you were one of the ones that helped and bring them this joy. Right, but it, if you interviewed her five minutes later, she'd be all glum, and they forced me uh, to do it, and I didn't really want to, and there's so much pressure, and uh, whatever. Her attitude seemed better during that. I don't know. You don't think so? She either plays up for the camera, or she's as fake as they come. Oh, I noticed the during the ceremony, they slapped her in the face with a Bible. Yeah, that was a bit much. I'm hoping if it was New Testament, she might have actually exploded or something. <laughs> it may not have been it. It may not have been good for her. Right. Hit with a New Testament Bible in the face. It's like they just yeah. rubbed it on her face. Yeah, was it just the New Testament? It's called the COVID Bible is what that's called. <laughs> <laughs> mom, her mom doesn't sound so supportive. We talked about it a little earlier. It's like she's waiting for her to say, you know, get me out of here. Come save me again. Uh-huh. But Ari doesn't go for it. No. And, and that was, again, doesn't line up with her other interviews you know yeah because she's like oh it's so awful here i'm so alone i'm lonely i don't know what he's doing he has all these friends maybe he's talking to other girls mm. i hate his job it's like wine 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 but then when it comes time that she could leave with her mom she's all defending him mm. so which is it that's what i'm saying she's like hot and cold Something isn't real. I just saw the way she was last time when her mom left, and she was hysterical. Right. And for her not to be hysterical this time makes me think that... She's settling in. Settling in, that maybe having the baby and having some responsibility has kind of made her stronger, woken her up to reality. I don't and, know about that. What? No. Maybe it's because we saw that interview with her last week. It makes her see like, seem like a normal person. I guess. Maybe that's it. I didn't really watch that interview you did. You so kind of saw a bit of it. I just saw it from a distance. You were looking at it. I didn't listen to what she said. Mm. So I, We were just amazed at how much how much weight she's lost. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think she's stronger, more confident. I'm pretty convinced now that the two of them are probably together. Still. Yeah. Somewhere. I guess. Maybe. Maybe. This seemed like a turning point. Yeah. I don't know where they go from here. I mean, this was kind of the big thing. This happened. The only tragic thing that could happen now is either he cheats, which I don't think he will. I don't even think that's anything really to be worried about. He seems really committed. And busy. And, and a stand-up guy. Or 
she won't let him work enough to support them, and she ends up leaving so mommy and daddy can take care of them. I'm, I'm just not assuming sure which it is. mom and dad are helping. They are, but I'm assuming they're going to help more. But they said they didn't want to be doing that forever. Yeah, I get it. Nobody, so, nobody wants to. So it's going to matter if she lets him work enough to support them or not. But or it's imp- she's going to be so selfish yeah. that he has to be around. Well, I think it's a, it's very important. It's important to have a supportive mother and father that support you, support your spouse, <laughs> and that most importantly that you guys love each other and are, are wanting to spend your lives together. Parents are like that, no matter what country and culture, aren't they? They're not? No. That brings us probably to our last two couples to talk about. I guess you see that transition coming. Uh, yeah. So, Jenny was a little upset this time. Yeah. She got a little upset. It ended with her storming off, saying she didn't want to do this to this family, and she was going back to America. Yeah. I wish they had shown that scene in full this time because they previewed that last time and then previewed it again this time. We still didn't actually get through that scene. Mm. We got right up to it and then it ended there. I hate it when they drag it out two weeks. So this started out with the brother and sister-in-law coming over. And I thought we expected it to... Well, we saw the preview for it, so we kind of knew where it was going to be going. But I did not expect the two of them to come out and say... You got to tell mom and dad. Right. Or we are. Wow. That was kind of harsh. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's a bunch of crap. You got to. You know what you do is you hold them, kidnap them, put them in the closet and go, let somebody come find you. (sighs) What kind of crap are you guys pulling here? Yeah, I mean, they just wanted to get past the ring ceremony so that when he talked to them about it, about them getting married, he could stand on the firm ground that look how committed we are. We've, we're already engaged. And I didn't quite get it when Jenny said she told them about the ring ceremony. And because she invited them. And I, she was supposed to, wasn't she? That's what she said. I thought I was supposed to invite them. But obviously she didn't know that that's how it was going to go. Like his plan just went haywire. Yeah. I could see, though, if I was the brother in that scenario, I would not want to be put in the middle. You've got it. You know what right. it looks like? I mean, if the brother attended the ring ceremony and kept the parents in the dark, then obviously that would put him in, in a negative light with the parents, too. So I can understand him not wanting to be put in that position. Yeah, I just don't know that anybody really wants to make a firm stand. Yeah. I don't know how powerful their parents are, but it seems like everybody's afraid of them. Yeah. Even well, they it's are. it's a cultural thing. You could see that... that the two of them, Amit and Shri, were their names. That they were, they weren't messing with them. Right. The parents well, came it, first because it's against their culture. Right. They said, "You better tell them before they find out another way." And I think the implication was that they were the other way. Yeah, because they came right out and said, "We're going to call <laughs> as soon as we get home." So you we're, better call before we get home. We're the other way, and we're leaving now. Time's ticking away. Clock is. And they moving. asked. They put him on the spot. They said, "Well, are you going to?" Are you going to talk to them now? And he said, yes. You know, That's good. I'm telling mom. So he, that, had, he had them come over. Yeah, that surprised me. Although, I guess it's good that it was in their place. It might be familiar turf. But right. And a conversation that he didn't want to have over the phone, which is admirable. Oh, which brings us to new scary, new scary woman. 
What about Summit's mom? Isn't she... Yeah, she's a bit intense. Uh, if you put her uh, on the scale of Alicia and Melisa, where is she? Well, she's a small woman, so it makes her not as imposing, even mm. though she's kind of wicked with her tone. Right. I mean, Alicia's a big moms. woman, and she looks straight out of the trailer, so right. that makes her a little more scary. Right. She's got a little uh, Angela in her. <laughs> right. what, what about Nicole's mom from Family Chantel? She's a pretty tough one, too. Yeah, she's scary. She's yeah. scary like, I'm going to whoop your ass scary. Right. <laughs> like, she might actually do it. Like, people disappear right. scary. That's what happens in the DR. Right. People disappear. It happens. Sometimes you can't find somebody right. for a long time. <laughs> they just go away, right. and you never hear from them again. But she was mad. I mean, no matter what. They they come over, and I think for me, it it this it's all been inevitable. What's he going to do when his parents say no? Because that was always going to happen. I didn't see any path to them not saying no. It's always been no. When he first talked about, uh, when he revealed that he contemplated suicide. I thought Or that maybe would be. even tried. Then I saw the first glimmer of hope that maybe they would try to view it differently because no. it was for his mental well-being. Yeah, I don't care about that. But that was only a brief moment. Yeah. What, like what, an eclipse. What, and then that was it. What? they care about is what are other people right. going to say because it shames them it's in their like culture. 1950s america right is what it seems like over there what are the neighbors gonna say right that you're dating an oldie well it's the same thing with uh with yazan in his culture it's what people think and now i have to kill my son right he's dishonored the family mm-hmm but love doesn't matter for any of them. Marriage no. was for having children or financial benefits. Right. And Smith's brother even said right. love isn't enough. Right. Love isn't doesn't even register on the scale, evidently, for them. Right. Because you can have an arranged marriage and have no love at all. <laughs> Dad, Boy, Dad was tough on Jenny. Is this the yeah. best you could do? Oh, that was wicked. Yes. I couldn't believe that conversation. The so, things he said, that was horrible. If you're Jenny and if you see this... After this episode, you go, I'm just, I can't talk to his parents ever again. Absolutely. And I think she was at that point already. She was all right. Well, we're just not going to tell him. But everybody's like, oh, hold, slow down. Let's try to do this. But it wasn't working. No. Nope. That's where it was. And it didn't change. They said, over my dead body. Oh, them. Unlike Yazan, they didn't, uh, they weren't going to kill him. They're not gonna, over your dead body. Yeah, they're, <laughs> right. <laughs> We're down. You're going to have to kill us first. All about there. He's dead already. But the screaming happened. He got, you see a bit of his temper. Yeah. Summit's got a bit of a temper. Looks like he chucked the table aside. Yeah, he did with everything on it. And got in his mom's face and then really forcefully hugged his dad. And it was a bit awkward. I think his. his I, I think he's trying to convey how passionately he feels about the situation. And how he was essentially dying inside. Mm. And he can, he's conveying more that he's just crazy. And that they are, you know, destroying his future happiness by be 
placing this barrier before them. And he might consider just maybe going in a padded room for a while. He's not crazy. No, I'm not saying. I am saying. He, he's got, well, this plan is just a cockamamie plan. This was never going to work. And he's been working this thing for eight years. Eight yeah, years he's I been can't trying believe this. how long. They've, they've been, been going back and forth for eight years. And because he didn't stand up to them initially, that's right. why the whole marriage thing happened at first. Well, I mean. He could have said no. The fact is. He could have. Why couldn't he have said no? Because it was his culture to accept but he his could've. parents' wishes. Well, his culture now is not to accept his wishes. That's he's not gone. true. Because they have a law that permits them to get married. And, That's what I'm saying. And it's it's okay. It's his conservative family. Right. So it's still him and his inability to, although he can phys- or he can verbally stand up to his parents, well, he's yet to prove that he can actually do something. Well, he doesn't that his want to want. lose that relationship, and he knows that it. Even though he can legally marry without their permission, he knows if he does that they'll never speak to him again. Well, if he's just mad at him. But he wants them in his life. I mean, he loves his parents. But but it's not happening. So at this point, then you have to choose. Yeah, and he after, doesn't want to choose. After eight years, eight years, you have to make a decision. He's been wavering back and forth and hoping that somehow at the end, all of this is going to work out. Well, guess what? It's not. It hasn't. Too bad. So You know I'm a fan of theirs. I get it. But he's not been doing this right. You know? Well, I mean, it's easier to see when you're not in it. He's got all the emotion tied to it to overcome. Right. Hmm. Well, at least uh, he's not getting his head cut off. I guess that's a positive thing. That's good. And we feel a little better about, I guess, Yazin this time, don't we? I mean, we know this doesn't work. There's right. no, way There's no way this works. I, I have to hand it to him, though, for his willingness to give up everything. He has. Permanently. I mean, I mean, he's really committed, and I don't, she just clearly is not. I don't know that we've seen anybody sacrifice no, what he has sacrificed. to the extent that he has. I mean, he's, he, other than her, he's completely defeated in his life. You see it. In, even in the way he carries himself and his downcast eyes. And he just, he looks exhausted. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally exhausted. Sure. I feel really bad for him. He is battle-worn. And, and you could see it in all of his, all those little rants that he was doing. Yes. You could see that he's he was. Over. Yes. It's too much. He's, he's overwhelmed. And he didn't have anybody to go to. Right. It's nice to see that his brother stepped up. Yeah, and his brother really has nice. been because even that was a little different than he was last time. And it's it's surprising because it's his younger brother. Mm-hmm. You know, he's supposed to be the example for the family. Social media is a bit on fire for him. Really? Yes. Evidently, he's quite an attractive male. Well, he the is. brother. Oh, the younger brother. Yes. Oh, he's I'm talking ki- about him. He's yeah, hit the internet by storm. Yasin's pretty attractive. Yeah, so is young, but younger brother evidently is younger. So maybe he's not so battle worn. Maybe that's it. I was. I think Yasin's more attractive than his the, brother. We saw a side of Brittany that I think we hadn't seen, and maybe it's completely matches with how she dresses, <laughs> because when she dressed like uh, Jenny, she was a bit more receptive Reserved. and open uh-huh. and. Right. 
covered up and able to listen. Right. When her boobs are hanging out, she acts acts like that. I think she finally realized the the pressure that he's been under and the things that he sacrificed. Well, truthfully, the whole dress thing, now that you brought that up, that is why there's certain dress codes to certain situations. School, why there's rules about what you wear, church, you know, all kinds of formal situations, even at work, in a, in a business, like in an office, mm-hmm. the reason that they have dress requirements is because your the way that you act in public is changed by how you physically present yourself. Mm-hmm. You you put out a completely different vibe when you're dressed casually or like a hoochie mama. Right, versus, I don't know what that is versus if you are dressed conservatively. Your behavior generally matches your appearance. That's a fact. My new my new favorite person is his translator. He could say, look, your boyfriend's going to get his head cut off, or I'm going to cut your head off. And you go, oh, well, that sounds really pleasant. That's not so bad. Yeah, you got a nice voice. Could you say that again? <laughs> People might want to kill him. Oh, well. You got a nice voice. Could you say something else? Well, you just read this. He makes it not sound so bad. Yeah. She, but Brittany cries, gets comforted by the brother. I still think that the tra- nice. the translator's just looking for a sandwich during all of that. They went out to that restaurant and nobody ate anything. I saw him touching the plate. I think he was trying to hint, "Hey, can I get a sandwich or something? Can something somebody feed me?" But we've I think, never. St- I think somebody already fed him. And I think he's probably the a case. few times. But we hadn't seen the side of Brittany before. Do you think there's any chance of of her and them or any of this? Well, I can't remember if it was on the show or if it was. I think it was uh, an interview that she did. Something I read online where she said that she did not expect it to get to that point and that she never would have started the relationship if she had understood that it would mean he would have to disconnect completely from his family because she said she always knew uh, what he how he felt about his right. family and that um, he was very close with them and, and that his relationship with them was so important to him. And she said she would never want to be the reason that someone gave up sure. their family. She sounds so close. calm and normal. Yeah, here. she did. So that being the case, I don't think she can, if she's sincere about that, I don't think she can live with knowing that she's the reason that she's all he has. I think she'll get over it quickly. I think she will, too. I don't think she but really matters. that's the, the line that she's giving. Right. It sounds nice, but I have a hard time seeing it as sincere coming from her because all of her behavior outside of that says it's all about me. Right. I'm an American. Right. It's not even that. <laughs> I'm right. Brittany. Um, I'm I don't, it doesn't even matter what nationality she is. You can't tie me down. You can't yes. tell me what to do. I'll wear what I want to wear. I'll say what I want to say. I'll drink what I want to drink and screw everybody else. Well, I think somebody had to tell her, look, you got to tone this down. You're going to meet the brother. And, and that seemed to work because that was the first time we've ever seen her dressed in anything Appropriately. Like that. Right. 
Which is how she should have probably dressed up. That would probably be risque even the, yeah, for even Jordan. Yeah, in a plane ride, she should have been dressed like that. Right. Not in least. a tequila shirt. Right. Not no. in a more tequila, please. We'll see if she learns anything. For us, we have one more episode, we think. We're not sure. Episode yeah, 22 will be the last one. And then the tell-all. We're going to be back at you tomorrow with one of the more interesting family Chantels that we've seen. Yeah. So if you hadn't watched it, wow. go ahead, watch it now, so you can come back tomorrow and and hear, I guess, listen right along with us. We've also got an inside scoop this week. And the great thing is this is a complete surprise to you, isn't it, Kelly? Uh, yeah. Because you don't know what I've got. I don't. You don't know. So in this one, we've got some Evelyn and Corey news kind of tagging along with what we did last week that has evolved a little bit. We have got some Abby news. Now, Abby, you remember Abby and Sean uh-huh. from Before the 90 Days, yeah. season one? I've got some Abby news this what, week. Wasn't she the window-touching lady? No, no. no. she was... Although that's great. Yeah. My one of my favorites. That was a good one. It is really good. No, Abby and Sean was the one where she had the boyfriend... Right, that's what I was just Yes, that's that she one. was the one with the sugar daddy. And we do have some Brittany news. How could there be news about them? They didn't end up together. Abby. It's just, there's some Abby news. I just said Abby and Sean. Not Abby and Sean news. I just said there's Abby oh. news. Oh. She's the one who was with Sean. Oh, okay. So. That makes more sense. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiance, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 